The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. We're back. Shoot your shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. We made it another week. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one. They brought us back, John. How are you? Hey, Paul. I'm John Grossi. Uh, yeah, we had a, another great episode this week, and we talked to, I mean, really the guys that know more about sports than anyone in the city, Mike and JJ, the premier sports journalists for Long Beach over the past 10 years, and, and they know everything about every high school obscure athlete you want to know. So it was a pleasure talking to them. And uh, you don't, so that's why we had to do that. Well, and we, you know, we're just normal dudes that are live in Long Beach and like sports, so that's what we hit with our show is we hit some of the highlights, but but these guys, what's cool is you can ask them anything, and they know it. They're bringing up, like, what was that, Esperanza versus something in 09, I don't know. So I didn't even know Ex- yeah. Esperanza. Esperanza? Esperanza. Extra Sponza. Extra Sponza. We didn't even know Extra Sponza existed until this episode. Great episode. Not only out of the little week. We're banging Iron Sharpens Iron because we don't know as much as Mike and JJ, and I wanted them to kind of teach us what, uh, what happened in, during the week, so that's why we're banging it. Do you want to listen to us, or do you want to listen to some experts? You know what I mean? Not only out of the little week. John and I one-on-one. But let's get to the real deal of this show. The reason, the some, the reason you're all tuning the in re- today. The reason that you're here today. 3,000. 954 days till 2028. The LA Olympics. It's going to be an epic time. I can't wait. John, what are you looking forward to most? Well, first of all, it's creeping up on us, Paul. That uh, It's damn near there. Now that we're down into the 3,900s, I mean, I am... The, so the, the house the house is for rent. If you, if you want to rent my house, let me know. I've also started a Long Beach Olympic, Olympic Cooper Uber rides really yeah so uh my net uh value in 2029 will probably be close to three billion because i'm the only one capitalizing right now in the olympics okay i'm looking forward to most probably like the iphone 21 i think that's going to be a pretty good uh pretty good phone i'm sure there's going to be like holographic stuff like i'll talk to you and like you'll pop up on a hologram yeah that makes sense sense? well i guess we already have facetime but this will be way sicker you can like choose to like sit in the splash zone virtually on the diving contest and yeah. then just like water will spurt out of your phone exactly but in all seriousness i think like i said team handball is going to be my favorite i can't wait to be there I, I might be in the olympics to be honest when is a uh, qualifying start do we know we're not the official podcast of the qualifying for the olympics no. we're the official countdown well podcast. i hear i hear you have to be like between the ages of five and 12 right now to be eligible for this olympics oh uh, really well then, what the heck am I doing here then? But you know how things are going. You know, maybe maybe there's going to be like a huge movement. Like, hey, middle-aged people are athletes too. Maybe, but what if, what if that's the huge movement in 2028? And so there's a whole slate of games for people in their 40s. I'm going to you know? back you up on that. Are they going to have a senior citizen Olympic games? How old are we going to be? Close. <laughs> I 
Damn near. <laughs> Damn I'm ready near. for it. I might be in a wheelchair by then. Let's uh, let's let's just get this thing over to Mike and JJ. Great interview at Naples Rib Company. We finally put it to bed. The Long Beach State versus Cal State Long Beach issue. If you had any questions about it, we have the answers because uh, we are Long Beach guys, and people should ask us more than people who are not Long Beach people. It's absolutely right. Yeah, that's the whole big name change going over at Long Beach State. We talked about it with. Uh, between Paul and I, Mike and JJ, I don't know if there's four more passionate guys about this subject, but uh, that was a good discussion on that. And, and uh, we talked to him about some other stuff going on. We Cool to talk to them about media in general as well because, like they, they hinted at, there's four guys around that table that know a lot about staying up late at night and crushing deadlines. And, and Paul actually worked for Mike and JJ until he started this podcast. So Paul was the third wheel of that sports journalist team over at the Gazette's he realized that his talents were more geared towards just, like, farting around over at 908. Yeah. So, like pretending like I know stuff so, and trying to be kind of funny. It's a little bit easier to, than actually grinding it out like Mike and JJ do. So he really copped out and came over to 908. So it's fun to see you interact with, with uh, your old uh, roommates over there, though. Let's, uh, let's send it over to Naples Rib Company, bomb.com. Love the food. Crushed it. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. Flippers and all, wow. We're at Naples Rib Company, 5800 2nd Street, 90803. Best barbecue in Long Beach, in my opinion. Ribs, brisket, tri-tip, 10 beers on tap. Great happy hour, weekday 4 to 6, weekend happy hour 12 to 3. Plus, catering is huge, especially with Long Beach State Athletics. With us today, the GOATs, the best in the biz. <laughs> Everybody knows them. If you don't know them, you've been living under a, under a rock for like 10 years. Mike and JJ, the, the Gazettes guys. What up, Long Beach? What's, What's up, up, guys? How's What's it going? up, Paul? It's good, good, to, good, to, see, good <laughs> to see you guys. <laughs> we used to be seeing each other every day. That's true. For, before we start this, can you guys do the intro for us, please? What up, Long Beach? Welcome back to your home for everything local sports. It's JJ. And Mike. <laughs> and this other person's podcast is brought to you by Naples Rip Company. We don't, now, I want to say up front, we don't normally uh, appear on other people's things all that much. But you were like, it's a Naples Rib Company. Right. And we were like, well, it's Paul, we, who literally worked for us like two months ago or something. And it's at Naples Rib Company, which has been our title sponsor for seven years yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, we love it here. So it worked out. Ha- happy to be on the show. Thanks for having us. And we're, and we're brothers, right? So that's And we're all brothers. That's right. <laughs> you don't uh, have enough brothers. Yeah. See, <laughs> Paul's running short on family. <laughs> we uh, wanted you guys to come on because John right here, my co-host John, doesn't really know too much about high school sports. Yeah. So we needed some expertise. I can only do so much for him. Right. Uh, well, what's up, Long Beach? I'm, I'm here too. Paul, Paul and I are sharing a mic today, so uh, you're going to hear a, li- a little bit about me uh, every once in a while. But uh, I do want to learn some from Mike and JJ. They are the experts, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what they have to say. The bad boys of Long Beach sharing one mic. You know how that is. 
guys have so many nicknames for yourself. <laughs> I'm just gonna call start calling you Starberry. That's a, no, that's my idea. I think that the 908 magazine is just it takes place inside a nickname machine. Yes, and you guys are just in there. Just okay. Here we got someone new walked in. We gotta come up. We needed seven alternate nicknames. You can't stay without a nickname. I'm a self-proclaimed nickname guy. Dude. I've been saying it for years. I'm the chosen one. I've been the chosen one since '92, and here we are. To start this off, let's talk about the most surprising team so far this year. Uh, any sport, what, what would you guys say is the most surprising uh, team or storyline? I have the most obscure one imaginable. You want me to drop it? Yeah, go for it. I would say the Long Beach Poly tennis team, girls tennis team. And I, I actually kind of just stumbled across this yesterday. I'm looking at the CIF rankings, and I see they have uh, Poly ranked number three in, in CIF. And I actually emailed them because they didn't have the city name next to the school name. I go, is that Riverside Poly or something? Like, no, 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 it's Long Beach Poly. I was like, there, well, there's a more league team ranked number three in CIF for girls tennis. So I text the coach. He's like, yeah, man, we're undefeated. They're they're like ten and zero. So I, I'm going to say that was literally the most surprising team because it totally caught me by surprise. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Long Beach State women's soccer. They lose their best player Ashley Gonzalez in their second game, and then they completely reinvent their offense. Mauricio Ingracia just does it again. The magic man. And now they're just set up perfectly. They're coming off back-to-back wins on the road. They start the Big West this weekend against Hawaii. And they are they look – I'm not going to say they look better, but they are producing an offense that's completely different. And it might be better than it was before, which is absolutely crazy. You spend the whole offseason planning one thing, second game you got to restart. And then less than two months later, they're looking nice. Can I, can I do a mainstream answer too? I did that. You, I feel like yours was way more mainstream than mine. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Fine. So, women's soccer way more mainstream than yeah, girls' that? tennis. Yeah. Well, it's like it's the Long Beach State team you're covering right now. Like, sure, that makes sense. In uh, Long Beach, girls' soccer is mainstream for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll throw. I'll throw out as my my mainstream answer. I would say the Millican football team. Just because, I like to hear. Just because I like. I so I went. Paul, you wrote the preview for us for them for the season. I went and did the video. And when I was out there, you know, I'll be completely honest. I've told several of the kids this and the coaches this. I didn't really I wasn't really all that impressed. I mean, the numbers weren't great. I didn't really see much size up front. And, you know, coach uh, coach Toops was like, "Yeah, we're okay." You know what I mean? Like, I think we'll get better. And then they come out and they blow out a team that they've struggled with in the last couple of years. They've been ranked in C- they're not ranked in CIF this week uh after losing to Poly, but they've been ranked in Division 8 for most of the season and now look like a favorite for one of those playoff spots in the Moore League. So I, I totally didn't see that coming, and I actually saw them before the year and still didn't see it coming. That was going to be my answer, but it was too mainstream. <laughs> I, I don't want <laughs> to toot my own horn, but I was spot on on that preview. That, you that you nailed the preview. Yeah, that was a good that was a good one to go out on, see? Paul. <laughs> Pretty money. We're also, uh, JJ, we're, we're DGAF guys. We do George Allen Field. That's uh, <laughs> nice. That's kind of our, our thing. Nice. Uh, John made that one. That's, a, that's our self-proclaimed uh, thing we do. You know that's what else is cool about that That answer was I've talked to Mauricio and Gracias. Gracias? Gracia. Gracia. Yeah. Once, I, I, if, you're th- if, you're really th- if you're really thankful to talk to him. Yeah, that's just me by nature. But um, I talked to him once in my life, and it was like a month ago. And I, I knew, the only thing I knew about his team was Ashley Gonzalez has got hurt. And I said – well, it's rough having Aegon out, and he just—he didn't even blink. So, just it was pretty tight. How I dropped nice. that nickname. So, <laughs> nice. we are big nickname guys. We degaff. <laughs> Speaking of uh, high school sports, you know, I don't tell this whole line about being unbiased. I'm a Wilson guy. You guys know that. I went to Wilson. 
Um, I'm going to root for Wilson football to beat poly football every year. And I'm going to believe they're going to do it every year. Sure. And then that's not, good for you. And then not like it. <laughs> hey, listen, what, people who cover uh, international soccer are not afraid to tell people what club they cover. Everybody knows it's all out there. Oh, that's yeah. what's beautiful about this city is people know where other people went to school. And that doesn't mean you don't love Long Beach. So JJ, you didn't go to school here, but what is your favorite team? My favorite team, well, your favorite or my favorite school either. Oh, that's tough, dude. That's really tough because what? my favorite team, my favorite team in Long Beach would be Long Beach State Men's Basketball because that's where I started. Very that's true. the first thing I did when I came to. That's the first thing I covered when I was covering sports in the local area. So that's like, I've I've I've, rid, I've ridden that roller coaster. So I'd have to say I'm I'm invested there most. Um, but favorite school in Long Beach has to be Long Beach Poly. I mean, you're not gonna find a more decorated and impressive public school in America. You're just not. It, the, the, the things that that school has done, the things that school has overcome, and the people that that school has produced is second to none when it comes to public schools. Well, I want, and I want to tell a quick story about J.J. Uh, related to that. This is one of the first things he and I talked about. So J.J. and I wrote at a college newspaper together at Long Beach State. So I would point out, he did go to school in Long Beach. He went to Long Beach State. Oh, there you go. Um, true. But uh, J.J. actually told me, he's trying Wait to... Wait up. If you're a true Long Beach State basketball fan, though, you would have transferred out of Long Beach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It makes me sick, dude. I was about to say, I, I know I know, Paul does not appreciate that. Um, <laughs> okay. When J.J. came out here, he, he told me that he had read, there was a book written about the Pauly De La Salle National Championship football game in 2001, and he'd read it. He told me this. He was like 19 or 20 years old, and I was like, what? You read that? Because I thought, as far as I knew at the time, it was like a self-published book. I didn't know that it had gotten a big like national release the way that it had. So he came out here and he started talking to me about Polly. Like this is like four years before you'd even end up covering any high school sports. So that was like really surprising to me. But just as a sports fan, he was like aware of all that stuff, even as a like 19 year old college student, which is kind of crazy. And you get close to that school in this community and there's no possible way you're going to leave it. Right. Like mm -hmm. you just you touch it for a second and you're just like, wow, that's special. I you left and I came back. Right. <laughs> I had to because you get out there and you realize there's something going on here. Yeah. And nobody knows me out there. But when I come back here, everybody knows me. So everybody it, knows. it feels good. Paul's feels the mayor. Good. That was our nickname for Paul was we called him the mayor. <laughs> the mayor. The mayor of Milliken. We'd go to we'd go to Blair Field and not just Milliken, bro. We'd go to Blair Field and I would like tell Paul, can you go get me a quote and come back real quick? And it would take him 40 minutes because he just like literally like 100 people had to say. When you get to. home, do you have to take like 15 minutes to let everybody know at your house, all the people who said, hey, tell your dad I said hello. Yes. Tell your mom I said hello. Tell your brother I said hello. They, everybody calls me Paul's later because I show up really late. I actually showed up late today to this podcast. That is true. Sorry, boys. Consistent. They call me Paul's later because I have to talk to whoever I'm talking to for like 15 extra more minutes, man. There's nothing I could do about it. I'm not mean. It's just the burdens of being who you are. <laughs> exactly. That's, those are the demands of being the mayor. Shaking hands, kissing babies. Exactly. So, speaking of Long Beach State, speaking of nicknames, uh, let's just get this over with. Let's, let's do it. Let's. I love it. Okay. Let's. Be this the, is why we're here. Yes. <laughs> let's be the guys that that makes a statement right now. Yeah. It's Long Beach State 49ers, right? Love it, it has to be. Yes. Cosine. Why? And that should be the end of it. JJ wrote a, an awesome column that I, I'm happy to say is picking up a lot of steam. And it, we, the two of us actually exchanged uh, some emails and texts with, with uh, President Jane Connolly over there about it. I think there were a lot of people who felt that way, uh, Paul, and, but who didn't really have anything to rally around. So JJ writes a column, the points of which were two things. Number one is Long Beach State 49ers. It just makes the most sense. And then number two, when you say that, can I just clarify for, are we, yeah. when you say Long Beach State, are we talking about the Cal State Long Beach University, the beach? Is that? Yes. Uh, yes. That's the one we're talking about. Oh, okay. okay. We're talking about Long Beach State, the beach. 
<laughs> the beaches. But the, the other point of his column was we ha- you have to pick something and then stop waffling about it. You, you, because I think what's happening right now is, and I mentioned this to the president, they're not saying we've officially changed any mascot. But I personally watched their uh, their play-by-play announcer for women's volleyball get yelled at by a senior AD staff member for saying 49ers instead of beach last year. And they haven't put out 40. If you go and look at their website, longbeachstate.com, try and find me the word 49ers in a press release. It does not happen, right? They made the change without really making it to beach. And so as a result, you have a bunch of people who are confused. We've heard from a lot of people who are kind of angry about that. The that original change was I, made. I gave all this money to the 49er fund, yeah. and now you're telling me there's no such thing as the 49ers anymore, you know? So I, that's my thing. I think more transparency would have led to less uh, frustration from the, the fans that we hear from, at least. The original change, or the addition, I should say, of this The Beach, right, capital B, is from Vic Seglis. This was a Vic Seglis idea where he was like, Beach is in our name. We're the only university that has beach in our name. We should capitalize on that. And they have, they had a branding study effort. that said that people yes. associate people have positive associations with the beach. They wanted to make an effort so that people around the country would call our school the beach, right? So they have to sacrifice the mascot to do that. The problem with that is is that at Long Beach but State— But they didn't have to. I totally agree with you about that. Because they didn't have to. Because they're a mid-major, <laughs> they don't retain employees for very long, Right. People come in, people come out. That's just, the, that's just the nature of the beast. So you've got people, some of whom have been there, who are about the beach thing because Vic was about it. Now you've got a new president. Now you've got a new athletic director. Now you've got new employees. And it's very difficult to maintain that consistency when you have to have new people driving the message every time. It's kind of funny that you can almost, if you walk through the pyramid, just like walk the big circuit around all the offices, you can almost feel all those like different opinions. Yeah, there's the 49ers <laughs> people and there's the right. beach people. And I think that it's splitting the department and kind of what I was saying in the, in the column is it's time for that to end. It's time to put all this to bed. It's time to sit on one thing, decide it, and move on. Well, and that's what I, that's what I said to Connolly. I don't. I really don't care. I do think Long Beach State over CSUOB is like a no-brainer it's and a must. and, and yes. like and like necessary. Like that has to happen. I think everybody pretty much if, agrees if, on if that. If they decide to go to Long Beach State, we're the Long Beach State Beach, whatever. I actually, to me, that's such a secondary issue to just pick something Agreed. and and tell everyone that you picked it. Let them be angry for however long they're going to be angry based on whatever it is that you picked. And then just have it so we don't have to move on. Anyway, if you haven't read JJ's column, please check that out and leave a comment. I, I know that the president said she's heard from a lot of people who are Long Beach State 49ers people. And whatever they end up deciding, I'm just hopeful that like if we come on your show in the winter, yeah. it's not something we're talking about during <laughs> basketball season. That's Mike, my hype man, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to disassociate myself from Cal State Fullerton as much as possible. Amen. So why not be Long Beach State? You know they're not going to be Fullerton State because Fullerton sucks as a city. So <laughs> I well, love this podcast. No, no but, but listen, but, that, but that's exactly right. And one of the reasons that they were resistant when there was the big wave, right, is San Jose State, it's Fresno State, yes. it's San, San Diego State. All those schools, the diplomas say the same thing that the CSUOB diploma says. They say California State University of San Diego. There's yeah. no formal name change other than just the sign you put out front and what you call yourself. If you're so concerned with the name of the beach being important, move it up. Dude, <laughs> that's a great point. If you just love true. the word beach, if, you're stu- if surveys Scoot say we love the word the beach, front. then move it up. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I don't understand why it can't be Long Beach State 49ers, and then why can't we just have this nickname, the Beach? Like we've no, that's exactly that was, what J- it that was JJ's yeah. and JJ's comments. It's, it's, it's like it's it's like Roll Tide, right? That Roll Tide <laughs> was the greatest simile because 
Yes. That's my thing is I don't understand why, like, are we that dumb where we can't keep track of the We're names? not. I swear like, to God, we're that, not. that same Go Beach is like Roll Tide is, was just, was spot yes. on. That was my favorite part of the Me article. Me too. That I was discuss. like the, that was like the last piece in like rebuilding the Jenga tower of nonsense that this name thing has been for so long where I was like, oh, now, yes, that's exactly it. It makes sense. And then the dirt bags are the dirt bags because they're the dirt bags. And that's all good. You know, it's yeah. it's fine, and then just leave it alone. Just leave we should it alone. all stop talking. Let's, yes. let's just let these people like Long Beach State do whatever you want. Make your sweatshirts, and then everyone is still gonna call it everything. Yeah, it's gonna be called Cal State Long Beach <laughs> till the day I die, and someone's gonna call it that. And if you are so dumb you can't like understand okay. what what they're talking about, I don't want to drag this out forever. But a, a last question for you guys, since you both also grew up here and were kind of around the school. For me, I, I was laughing about this with my wife. We didn't know that it was called CSUOB even until we were in like middle school because when i was growing up everyone called it cal state and that was it i mean it was just like are you going over to, we're gonna go play basketball at cal state or oh my mom's gonna drop me off at cal state we're gonna run around or whatever so like you throw that in there that's like an unofficial nickname or whatever but it really is if you yeah, it's cal of, state yeah if you think of everything that it's called it's never been called what is actually like it, on the thing which is why i think they should push long beach state and then kind of be done with that. Exactly. You grew up here, and, and you know I grew up right across the street, and you call it everything. I, right. I knew it was CSOB my whole life. I knew it was right. Cal State. It's Cal State Long Beach. It's Long Beach State. <laughs> it's just weird to me growing up here, having these people from outside come in and think it's this huge problem. It's just like, I don't know. For me, it's just like, live here for two years, and it's like, this shouldn't even be an issue. Call it whatever the hell you want to well, call it. I would sell sweatshirts Vic, for everything. Vic Seglis did, yeah. <laughs> <Vic, Vic laughs> did not bring in the beach idea for us. Yeah. That was an idea for right. national branding. Yep, which Didn't is fine, work. and I have no problem with yeah. the beach. I, like, let's I just keep going. We're, we're yeah. nickname guys. We don't. Let's yeah, call it everything. Yeah, this is right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, we, I don't know. Whatever. All right, let's let's move on. Let's get to uh, you as a couple sports journalists. What's the best? I'm really part? glad he said sports journalists right there. Jeez, us as a couple is a different yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Never prepared to talk about that publicly. Yeah, my better half over here. Um, what is the best and worst part about your job? Mm, that's good. The hours. Yeah, the, the best, best. That's, and the, that's the same answer for sure. <laughs> we stay up very, very late, but we also get to sleep in. So there, you get to sleep in. It's, it's oh well, yeah. <laughs> My kids um, still wake up at seven in the morning. That's that has been a downside for me lately. The but we are hours. not we are not nece- we are not in the office at eight a.m. every day, and I and I think that uh, for me that's that's probably the best part. Yeah, I I think the demands of the schedule you'd have to say because it's like you guys said, hey, do you want to meet up and do this in the afternoon? And we can say like, yeah, and I don't have to ask anyone about it or clock out or whatever. We can just do that. We kind of get to run our day a little bit. But uh, the older we get, I have to say, and we're we're only in our 30s still. But like when we were 23, we used to stay up till four or five in the morning working most nights. And it was like, whatever. You were a Teflon, and now I f- really feel it <laughs> on Saturdays when we've got a 4 a.m. night, man. You know, I, I wake up, uh, and I just, like, almost just want to bang my head against the I wall. S- I so vividly remember working on a Friday night till God knows when, waking up early for a uh, ad meeting. This is when we were at our original website, <laughs> yeah. and then going to an LBCC football game, and I was standing next to Mike, and I was filming, and my knees started to yeah. shake yeah. just because my body was like, you know what? This probably isn't going to work yeah. out for an extended probably, period of time. You probably need to I'm sleep I'm going to have to send some, you a bro. message by knocking your <laughs> knees together for three quarters. So that's good. I'd say the other the other upside for me is uh, I've gotten to spend so much more time with my family and with my kids than I would in any other job. 
Um, we, if you had to, if you had to say hours for JJ and I, it would roughly be three o'clock to midnight most days. Yeah. Most of the work we do, we're covering games or we're writing in the afternoon and evening. So for me, when my son and my daughter were growing up, uh, well, they're still growing up, they're little kids, but I, the, <laughs> their first two years, they were just home with me. I just had them during the day. My wife teaches at Jordan and then she'd come home and be with the kids and I'd go cover stuff. So I got to be a stay at home dad and a full-time sports writer. And then I get to go to football games and my kids are running around on the track and stuff like that. So for me, that's really special to do. I think most people think of if you're going to have a job that's a passion project, you have to really sacrifice somewhere. But we really we really do kind of get the best of all worlds. Like we get family time, uh, you get a better schedule, and I, I don't know. So that, that, that would be my best and worst. I would also say because it's new every day. And yeah. that's just sports. That's not just our job. You, to wake up every day and kind of know what you're going to get but not really know is exciting. And, and, I, and I think having that part of your everyday job is, is priceless, really. Uh, they always say that half the battle is just showing up. And that's kind of the case with you guys, too. The reason – Napoleon's like half, plan. Right. Like half the reason you guys are the best in the biz is because you guys are <laughs> everywhere. Like, G- gas us up, Paul. Yeah, I got, I got you. <laughs> Look. No, it's true. It's Napoleon's plan. First you show up, then you see what happens. Yeah. And, and that's really how we were able to dial into different communities in Long Beach. We always say Long Beach is seven small towns in a city. It, it, it really is that way in sports where we were waking up at 6 a.m. to do a thing for the Long Beach State uh, Club rowing, club crew at Long Beach State, yeah. but also doing high school football. Yeah. So we were able to kind of touch different places and, and get, get, our, get our names out there. there's, there's Century there's, Club also, we got a shout yeah. out. Long Beach Century Club was huge. But I'd say there's 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 no other job where you're going to go from I mean we've literally in one day gone from like a Samoan cookout in someone's backyard that you're going to to do a feature about a kid to the yacht club for like a you know for like a fancy awards thing <laughs> but I, I for me at least for the way I, I grew up in Long Beach and I think for JJ the way he wished he'd been able to grow up Amen. in a, a less diverse area I, I, I love that I mean, you really do get to see every different side of life uh, living here it's not just one thing over and over again have you guys felt responsible for like a big time loss Ooh, like 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 we caused it yeah like uh Ooh, maybe you maybe you jinxed them mm. I, I, felt I, that, I felt that way for years with long beach State i was just basketball. about to say bro boy i thought uc santa barbara was getting me back for all those late nights <laughs> in isla vista they were like oh i remember you and your dp days why don't we dig out our frustrations on this kid um, I would say no personally, but I would say that is something I worry about. Not the, not the jinxing, cause I don't necessarily believe in that, but I do think you, what I worry about is, you know, they always say like, you can't observe something, uh, without having an effect on it in science. You can't do an experiment without uh, an experiment without affecting the experiment. I worry about that, that you do a feature on maybe an up and coming kid uh, this has happened with a couple of different players that uh, JJ knows who I'm referencing. I'm not going to say their names. You do a feature maybe on an up and coming kid, maybe when they're a sophomore, and then you just watch their head blow up. No doubt, you had to learn. I had to learn that lesson. You know, sometimes you want to say the kid is the greatest in the world, but usually they're not. Or like you know, you cover a guy in three sports like Paul Slater, and he it goes to his head, and then <laughs> exactly, and he comes up with all these n- you know, nicknames, you know, stuff okay. like that. You know the you know the one I feel really bad about. This happened the first time you we say were, he's going to uh, go to the MLB no, and this just is, really this is fizzles the, the, out. Or? The first time we were recording uh, with Paul at Friday at like one in the morning, he made some kind of reference to you know uh, you made fun of me on a play where I broke my shoulder. Was it was your collarbone or your shoulder? Uh, I separated my shoulder. You separated your shoulder. So we went real back. cool, Mike. I, so. <laughs> 
I, I honestly, dude, I, I still feel so bad about it. But so he got he got rocked. He got thrown into Whoa, the ground I on got his rocked. shoulder. Uh, no, no, no. It was the play where you hit the kid, yeah, huh? Yeah, okay. I rocked him. So then I made some kind of a joke like later in the video about like someone was ready, like not like. Well, JJ <laughs> like, had my back. I did totally shoulder. have your back. JJ, JJ goes, I didn't want to have to come in and say that, but I, I got appreciate you. that. But, but I just thought you were like, you were like shaken up or something. And I didn't know you, I didn't know a serious. And so actually, since you said that, I really think about that for like the last couple of years. Like I have to make sure if someone gets rocked that we'd like almost pretend it didn't happen. Because you well, don't want to be like, ha ha. And then that's the play where the kid broke his leg or something. I also think it's because Paul reminded me of me, multi-sport, yeah, skinny yes, white boy, sure. yeah. right. you know, just out there working really hard. So I had to stick up. Big ears. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So you always got to put me down just a little bit because, you know, my head gets a little bit too big. JJ goes, who knew Paul Slater was such a big hitter? And Mike goes, well, apparently his shoulder did it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good line. I'm I'm humor over over like oh, dude. No, not with high school kids, man. I felt pretty bad about that. All right, we just uh, we just got our food out. Producer Nick does everything for us. Uh, just brought the food. Uh, what you guys got in front of you over here? I've Ooh. got my favorite. This is my brisket favorite thing I get. Yeah, I, I, if if I ate seven days a week at Naples Rib Company, I'd order brisket seven times. The it's only thing I change on my order is the side. Yep, I'd go from potatoes to mac and cheese and back okay. and forth. Yeah, can we do a quick? Brought to you by Naples Rib Company, the perfect place to cater your team's next event. Yeah. Can you guys do that real quick? Brought to you by Naples Rib Company, the perfect place to cater your team's next event. <laughs> do yours, JJ. What do you Mike like Mike loves – wait, what are I, I do saying? the carny voice. JJ doesn't like to yeah. go quite so uh, yokel as the carny voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> brought to you by Naples Rib Company, the perfect place to cater your team's next event. They've been doing it for over 30 years. <laughs> You got one, we missed that, Paul. We retired that line with you. Nobody does. They've been doing it for over thirty years. To anymore. each his own, man. You gotta make. You gotta make your own voice. You guys said to do it the first time, and I was like, "It's I'll in my head, bro. I am not doing anything else." That's a sign of a good employee. Yep. You just have to tell him once. That's right. That's why you're so missed. <laughs> All right. So this obviously this, this thing's called shoot your shot. So we like to uh, shoot our shot on this podcast. Like to uh, make bold predictions. You asking me out? Uh, maybe. So you slide into the DMs, Paul. Shar would be pretty upset. <laughs> She would probably find that more funny. I don't think she'd yeah, be true. that bothered by you trying to ask me out. Actually. <laughs> so we like to shoot our shot. We make bold predictions on this podcast. Uh, and I want you guys to make a quick, bold prediction on one team. doesn't have to be this season, like the fall. It could be winter or spring. One team in the, in the Long Beach area. Just one bold prediction about these teams. Compton football is going to win a playoff game this year. Love that. I think that they are in position first time to as far surprise as, first some time people. Since the 80s. Since the 80s, yes. To surprise some people in the Moore League because they've got uh, the guy, Calvin Bryant, back at head coach. And he's building that program back to where it was when we first started in 2008 when they were uh, actually playing Polly for the Moore League titles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like got, hanging with them in the yep, third quarter. He's got a yeah. couple real great playmakers led by Christian Swint who has been the cover boy for the Gazettes for years. Uh, he's a multi-sport athlete, speaking of. The Aaron Craft and, and I think that high school football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aaron Craft to tackle football. I like that. And this is the these these are the years, right? This playoff equity for Southern California, uh, CIF Southern California Southern section, this is when a team like Compton can have a season, a memorable season, where they can play in a top-flight league and then go to their respective division where they belong. And when they get there, and if they get there this year, which I think they will, I think they're going to just be more talented than people. I'm going to predict that Milliken is going to win the Hamilton Trophy for the first time since 2001 on Mike Friday. Mike brought his Ram years that. today, dude. I love My that. goodness. I'm Horns a panderer. I I, you, know I'm a pa- you know I'm a panderer, and I'm sitting across from Mr. <laughs> Milliken. So. Uh, no, I, I do. Because I do. I, here's what happened. We go uh, 
Utupo asked me last week after the poly game, he's kind of licking his wounds a little bit, and he goes, do you know the last time Milliken beat Lakewood? And I was like, nah, man, because the last time Milliken was good, Lakewood was really good. Yeah, you know? yeah true. And oh, so one, I, I started thinking about it, and we go back, and yeah, 2001, Milliken won 20-6. to six, And I think Paul would attest. We were nine. Yeah. The, Speak for yourself. <laughs> I was just, uh, yeah, JJ and I were Paul, seniors. Paul thinks everyone's school. his age. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of that whole big head thing. Yeah. He just doesn't understand other people very uh, well. We, uh, so, anyway, yeah, so I looked it up. 2001, the thing that's interesting, this is a thing that happens in Long Beach because there have been historically dominant teams. So you have a Wilson water polo or Lakewood baseball or, you know, poly football where there's rivalries where one team wins all the time, Right. Like, I think the poly water polo kids think they have a rivalry with Wilson, and Wilson doesn't necessarily know about it. And I think we've heard different football teams that think they have a rivalry with Polly, and Polly doesn't necessarily know about it. The Milliken kids want to beat Lakewood so bad, <laughs> and the Milliken fans want to beat Lakewood so bad. And I don't know that Lakewood is ready for how kind of like rabidly excited that yeah. whole East Long Beach community is going to be. But uh, I've been hearing it nonstop. I live in East Long Beach, I live about. I don't know, a five-minute walk from Milliken or something. And uh, you can hear it gearing up. And actually, there is on the sidewalk, there's a church. I think it's St. Greg's right by my house. Someone scratched in the sidewalk. This is right around the corner from Milliken. We beat Lakewood in all caps. And I'm, I would guess it was baseball. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, I guess <laughs> it I seems like off. a baseball kid move. But I think there's, like a, there's a passion there that people don't necessarily know about. And I think it's going to be a big deal if they can beat Lakewood on Friday. Guys. Last time these two teams played football, somebody got kicked in the face. Oh, right? that's, a good, that's a there's really a, good There's point. a lot going on here, okay? <laughs> it's going to be a crazy game. <clears throat> My shot right here. Wilson, Milliken, and Lakewood Baseball all will win a, ba- uh, a playoff game this year. What divisions are wow. they going to be in, Paul? I'm not too sure, but that's they will all win one. Wow. That's a that, big shot because that big, does dude, not happen. That's a four-pointer in the three-on-three <laughs> league. Dude, oh, my. A, it, you know, the baseball thing is so crazy because the whole time that w- we were all growing up, it was, like, annoying how frequently the Moore League had a team in the CIA. Like, people would make jokes. If Eric Sondheimer had a Twitter back then, he would have made jokes about it all the time. It was like – Milliken's in the championship. Lakewood's in the championship. Wilson's in the championship. And they just take turns going back and forth. And then there's the year where uh, Chase DeYoung and Shane Watson helped get Lakewood and Wilson both into the semifinals at Blair. And then I think we've had like one playoff win since that then. That was the day more league baseball died. Oh, they both get to the semis. They both can't pitch because of rest. They both lose. And they both haven't gotten back since. The more league hasn't gotten yeah. back since. So, And the most brutal thing has just been these first-round exits where you're like, you're all fired up for the playoffs you can sort of see how teams might make a run they've got they've had players get drafted high since then and there's just been these first round exits where you just like it's just someone pulled the chair out from under you you know it sucks it's i i hate to get too inside baseball pun intended but it's (laughs) pitching depth these teams had pitching depth for a long time that that team that uh we were talking about just right now wilson with chase de young they had two other guys who could have been aces on any other league team and now would be dominant you know what i mean Josh yeah. Fry wasn't the only guy on that pitching staff for the Mil- for the historic Millican Rams. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Andrew Culver. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, but I know I, he's listening to this. But I but I would also say hashtag Make Long Beach Hit Again. Uh, that the yeah. bats have gone silent, and you know that's the, the problem is even when Chase and Shane were pitching, these teams were all trying to win one or two to zero. And when you go play in these bang boxes around Southern California, you just don't win high school playoff uh, you baseball. Mean, you mean Orange like County? Yeah, but you got to win. You got to score eight runs sometimes. Well, you look, know what I mean? And we've all I've all had the conversation about how playing at Blair Field changes more league baseball. It just does. Playing on a campus field is different than playing in a big big place like Blair Field, right? That said, 
more league baseball hasn't been successful at Blair Field in the playoffs, so it's clearly not a one-to-one where they can only be successful in a ballpark like that right. or only be successful at home. So, yeah, I, I, I honestly do think it's pitching depth, and you can't win high school baseball playoff games without arms. Can't do it. It's tough to do anything without arms. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be real bummed out at Naples Rib Company with this brisket sandwich if I had to just put my face down on my. I plate. wouldn't be bummed. I just have a real messy face. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my my, my opportunity to shoot my shot here. Uh, you guys know I'm a big Wilson guy. Wilson guy. I'm gonna go off on a limb, huge limb here. Okay. We're gonna win more league water polo and badminton this year. Come on. Well, Give water us a polo, real <laughs> Badminton. Hey, but you know what it's called? A Milliken, or predicting a Wilson badminton win is really going out on a limb. That, yeah, that is that has been uh, Polly and Cabrillo's league. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we call it the five-meter <laughs> shuttlecock crown. The five-meter shuttlecock crown. You only know only, – only Wilson grads know about it. We held it back when I was there. Okay. Can, so. we, can we talk badminton for a second? Badminton coming to Long Beach for the Olympics. Really? That's we're, not true. Hey, this That's is not your, true? No, we're not getting badminton. Was it handball? It's handball. Handball. Which Handball's is way, even which better. Is, which is way better than badminton. This, yeah. this is the official <laughs> podcast of the countdown to the 2028 Olympics. So if you guys tune in every <laughs> once in a while, we'll let you know how many days we are from the Olympics. Nice. Is that true? That's true. Official. How many days are we right now? Day well, counter. I don't know yet. It already no. It already happened in the earlier Nick, in the Nick's show. Nick's gonna drop Google it in it post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it, it, we're dropping it, it in post. post. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we finish. We finish every ep- every uh, episode, every interview with uh, a rapid fire questions. Uh, we call this uh, deadline questions. Okay, right? Because you guys are sports writers, and you guys got you're on deadline all the time. Always. So True. these got to be quick. Okay. Least favorite high school in the Southern Section. Modern day. Cal State Fullerton. <laughs> <laughs> Those are honest answers, right there. Those are it. those are purely honest answers. I love that. I, I went gar last week. I'm not a gar guy. Um, who's the most famous person that would answer your phone call right now? I think that's a good one. Uh, if you're going outside of sport, oh no, Billie Jean King. Uh, that's a good one. I was gonna say Misty, um, but I think the uh, the actual answer would be um, John Wooden when he was alive. No way. I was working with uh, some guys who were doing a TV spot, and I just I was one of the people who got his phone number. Wow. So I had John Wooden's phone number in my phone long after he passed. Pyramid of success. Uh, he's the best, dude. He's absolutely the best. Favorite sports movie? Caddyshack. I am the Cinderella story. Mm, someone else go while I figure mine out. Yours is any given Sunday without no, questions. No, it's not any given Sunday. <laughs> these are called rapid fire questions. Oh, Mike's Mike. not good with a rapid now, fire. Now, We've now we this. see why the, oh, these 4 a.m. deadlines. We see how you guys yeah, work on deadline. That is hey, I'm, over, I'm over here ready. There's shoot some, him. I'll shoot my that. shot. Uh, probably, probably Friday Night Lights. Tyler Hendrickson or Paul Slater? Yes. Boy, that's I'm. I, you know what? I'm gonna decline. Go to ahead. I'm not oh, going. Go I'm not go going. Ahead. Tyler. Wait. I in, want what, S. In, in what capacity? A- ask a specific question yeah. if you want Open to answer. Open run basketball. I'll take Paul Slater. <laughs> Re- referring to referring to former episodes of television shows. Give me Tyler Hendrickson every time. Who would you rather eat a meal with? These are both their former employees, by the way. Between Tyler and Paul. Yeah. Uh, Tyler. Tyler and I. Are, Tyler and I are writing a book together right now. That's true. So it's a, it's a little bit. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I'd, I'd say Paul because that's what we're about to do right yeah, now. Right. I was about I to say because as soon as we're done with this podcast, we're going to start eating Naples Rib Company right now. <laughs> Biggest role model? Ooh, sports or just yeah, in sports in life? Um, JJ. Oh wow! Seriously, Damn, my heart. No, that's just exploded. <laughs> real talk. That's JJ. Uh, when we started working together, I was a super super different writer and had a very different perspective on sports and media. And a lot of the things that I do that have been successful 
are straight. I'd never, I was not a journalism major and I'd never taken, I'd never covered one sport. And when we started working together and I literally just copied everything he did. And now I own a house and I have a family with two kids that I can support and a career that I've loved uh, as a result of that. Dang, man. That's Thank right. you. I have no idea how I'm going to top that. I love you too, JJ. <laughs> you better say Paul. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Gosh, I have I have no idea, but I think it would probably be somebody like Dan Patrick, that's and tight. I think that's probably why Mike and I uh, got along so well is because the one of the first things we connected on was the Dan Patrick Keith Olbermann Sports Centers, where we were like, "That's the type of sports that I want to do," right? And that's kind of what we did early on with those highlight videos was just kind of do our Dan and Keith impersonation. Yeah, true. So I think those uh, they would be the most influential by far. What on, about what, okay? What sports. about for you guys? Can we ask you guys the same questions? Is that yeah, not typically done? Is that not done? I would like to know who your role rapid fire has been completely thrown out the window already. Yeah, so yeah, do whatever okay. you want. This is, not, this is the this is the slowest fire. This is like a slow <laughs> death. Someone just call slowly this, getting This is musket shot. fire. Yeah. This yeah. is musket fire right now. Winter you, is you, coming, dude. You shoot one and then you got to take three minutes before you shoot another one. Give me a bow and arrow over a musket any day. <laughs> My my biggest role model has to be Paul. I mean, I was a whole, I was a completely different. <laughs> this is just <laughs> this is just a loving at this point. Jeez Louise, what what are your favorite three words in the English language? English language. Let's bleep and go. Naples Rip Company. Oh, God, that's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy. That's my boy. See, I knew it, man. I no, my, it. no. Honestly, my if you my, could squeeze like what like what's up, Long Beach? I was gonna do Ooh, what up, Long Beach. What up? What up? Is what is up two, one word. Four words. What about no. long? Beach. St- nah. <laughs> City? Nah. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Mike, JJ, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, for coming on with us. It was a blast. No, thank thank you, guys. If there are people in here who know, or people in this city who know how difficult it is to maintain a web presence, they're sitting at this table. And I want to just wish you guys the best of luck with your new endeavor. Wow. Welcome to the 700 Club, kid. John, which of those two guys do you like better, Mike or JJ? S. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Tyler Hendrickson guy. You know that. Okay. I think we could just we'll meet in the middle. You get the best of both worlds when you got Tyler Hendrickson. Tyler Hendrickson was the legendary former third wheel of, of uh, Mike and JJ Sports before Paul. Now works at Long Beach State. We're working with him now at Long Beach State. Yeah. And he was also the the child actor for the King of Queens. He played Doug Heffernan, which is his claim to fame. I'm hope I hope he's listening to this right now. It's good to have a Long Beach guy like him in in house. At Long Beach State, at yeah, Long because State. JJ brought up a great point with what frustrates so many Long Beach State fans because there's so many diehards like you and me around around town. You and I, yeah. And what happens is that, like JJ pointed out, all all these people in the athletic department they come here for a couple years, then they leave. Come here, then they leave because they they just want to get a better job. And I think that's so much of the deep rooted, uh, you know feelings here from Long Beach fans is the fact that we're we're in it because we love Long Beach State Athletics. We love going to the Pyramid. We love going to the Blair Field. And so many people just come and they go. But then you got, got a guy like Tyler Hendrickson. And there's others over there right now at Long Beach State that you know are Long Beach people and they're to stay. So it makes me happy. Well, would you rather be in Long Beach or would you rather be in like Columbia, Missouri? Long Beach. Exactly. So why would you want to go to a different school? Why wouldn't you want to stay at Long Beach State? Like I know it's a mid-major, but shoot, it's the best mid-major I know. But as you know, like you and I, did I say that right? Yeah. Are on, are on track to, you know, we'll probably, what, be hired from this podcast to coach men's basketball in about five years. Yeah. But then we're probably going to end up at Duke. So True. you can't blame them because we, we will be in Chapel Hill. No, 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 no. Durham. Durham. 
Chapel t- Hill is North Carolina. No, I'm talking about the rivalry. Oh, game, yeah, dude. yeah. We'll be there. Like, how are you not already thinking about that rivalry game? It's the biggest thing on our schedule in eight years. You're right. Jeez. I'm thinking Long Beach. I only think Long Beach. John, speaking of Long Beach, 908 Athlete of the Week. This guy's not in Long Beach right now. He's actually probably the furthest thing from it. Well, I may, well, yeah, I guess so. We need to find. We need to get our, our producer Nick on the geography uh, train over here and find out what's the furthest point from Long Beach. Yeah, let's do that, Nick. You, can you get on that for us? So, not only after a little week, me and John came to this conclusion. John and I. John, you're right. John and I. That's my bad. That's my bad. Grammar podcast. That's what. That's what we are. Not only after the week. F- former poly star. A lot of former poly stars. I mean, there's a lot of them in you know NFL football. So you know, what are we going to do about it? Former poly football star. Went to UCLA, Mercedes Lewis, Jacksonville Jaguars, tight end, three touchdown catches against the Ravens, John. Did you get up and watch that game? It was in uh, London, England. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It was in, It was at Wembley Stadium in England. Paul, I was going to get up for that game, but uh, I actually was sleeping, and I also don't really care. And also, <laughs> I didn't, actually, I didn't even know about it, so no. He had four catches for 62 yards. Three of those catches were touchdowns. He didn't have any catches in the first two weeks. Let me know how that goes. Do we think he had any fish and chips in London? Probably did. I, w- I would hope so. That's that's the Long Beach guy move. I'm a big Mercedes Lewis fan. Met him at the Aquatic Capital of America banquet a couple years ago. He sat at my table. We, you know, we, we hit it off. I would think that he's probably like one of my closest friends. If uh, we saw him again, he would recognize me, I bet. And I'm pretty sure he got the fish at the banquet, John. Uh, we got an update from uh, from producer Nick here. The furthest point from Long Beach. This is going to make you mad, Paul. What is it? We just looked up the very the city geographically the well, furthest in the away. United States? No, in the world. Oh, in the world. I was thinking the United States. It's going to make you mad. St. Paul, France. Really? St. Paul is geographically just distant. You're lying, dude. That's not true. I'm going to have to double check. I read that it on the own. internet. <laughs> Can't trust the internet nowadays. Jags beats uh, the Ravens 44-7, like I said, at Wembley in in England. We're going to try to get on the road next time Mercedes Lewis goes to England and plays. So we'll try to get the shoot your shot on the road. You in, John? Yeah, that sounds like something that would be fun for you to say since you're not the one paying the bills. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'll spot you. Uh, John and I, one-on-one. I took another loss. This, 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 You know, I don't know about this ruling. I don't know about this rolling. You want to you want to tell so, what we did? So in our in our weekly one on one, because remember we're athletes too. We talk about athletes, but we're we're also athletes. And uh, what happened was we decided to to have our contest be well. You guys will all watch the video if you're true fans of Shoot Your Shot. But it was us eating at Naples Rib Company. We had Mike and JJ, the sports guys, uh, announcing while we had an eating contest. Um, so it was basically just who ate them ate the most. It's it's a area where I have a lot of experience. Crushing Naples rib. Uh, I eat there more than the average person. And what we did was we added it up at the end, and I just had more uh, bare bones on my plate. I didn't think that was the the way we were grading that thing, though. I thought it was fierceness of going at the food, and I think I got you. I really do. You did You did have a couple fierce uh, incisor cuts into a, a tender piece of meat. Right. But what I did was I just went for, you know, the classic quantity over quality, and I was just ripping the the meat off the bone and putting it on the plate. And 
I think also you can see that the amount of ranch that was left in my cup was very little uh, because I used a lot of ranch, and you you know you weren't really using the dipping sauces, well, which the is the, the judges put dipping sauces into play. Yeah, well, if you look at the video, if you go to replay, instant replay, you'll notice that we shared the ranch cup. There was only one. It was on my side of the table, though. Yeah. So I think what the, the judges got confused on that one. It was obstruction is what it was. I think I should have won. And the fact that you're up 4-1 to one now because of all this BS is ridiculous. But also, you, you never feel like playing a real sport. That is not what I said. We are not the same height. We are not the same height. I disagree. All right, stay tuned for next week. We'll we'll get some a, a good sport, and we'll try to let Paul win one. Big show next week. Uh, next guest, we got him scheduled, ready to roll. Former Long Beach State volleyball coach, the legend. See, we only get legends here. You thought we were kidding around? We are not kidding around. We get we're big the real name deal. guests. We're big, big name, name guests, guests, baby. Uh, former Long Beach State volleyball coach Brian Jimalaro, great guy. Can't wait. In his. F- is it his first public podcast interview after his retirement? I th- I'm not going to say that's 100% true, but it's damn near close. It probably is. We're about to find out. We're about to find out, and we're going to get him. He just retired kind of kind of out of nowhere, but we're going to find out you know, the thought process behind that. Legendary volleyball coach. We'll get him over there at EJ Malloy's next week. Yep. That is going to be a heck of a time. I'm going to um, have a beer there for sure. I know we say this. Every bar we go to, but you know, we we know a lot about e- eating and drinking at EJ Malloy's, just like we do at Naples. Yeah, I think we're like the leaders in the clubhouse in Long Beach when it comes to drinking and eating at the different bars. I think so. We know sports, and we for sure know drinking. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, nine hundred eight Sports. Follow us, follow your boy on Twitter. Do you get sick of me doing this, John? Uh, follow your your other boy. John on <laughs> Facebook at John Grossi in the search bar. At Peace Later Roman numeral three. Instagram Peace Later Three. Snapchat Peace Later Three. You know how it all goes. Life is great in the nine oh eight. John, you want to do it? Life is great in the nine oh eight. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. saying